Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold.
je te plairai, Seigneur. Tu seras pour moi. Et je serai à toi tout le reste de ma vie, Seigneur. For you have said, you don't ever leave us for forsake us. Ta grâce et ta miséricorde. No matter what we are going through, Seigneur. You are always there. 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 Help us know. 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 Help us He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Tonight, just remember that He is there. He is there with us. Father, we bless Your name, Lord. On the que toi, Seigneur. Quand je me lève le matin, le midi, le soir, que je ne désire que toi, toi et toi seul. Oh yes. Touch my heart. Touch my heart. Just lift up your voice and worship. Worship, worship, worship him tonight. Worship him tonight. Worship him tonight. The Lord is our strength. He's our shield. He's our God. Oh, let your power be raised. Let your glory be seen. Lift up your banner. Your banner over us is love. Oh, yes, Lord. 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 Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We give you praise. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your assurance that wherever two or three shall gather in your name, you are there in their midst. Thank you that you are here to take away our pain. Thank you that you are here to take away our struggles, our miseries. your name, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We exalt your holy name. Thank you for being here amongst us. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Shall we have our seat before the Lord? Stay right there, stay right there, stay right there. I want to sing this song. I don't know, but I sense in my spirit that somebody has.
had some dealings that has left you worried and disturbed. But he will be right there whenever you call. And no matter what you are going through, God will fix it up for you. Amen. No matter what you're going through, he will fix it up for you. For he knows just what to do. No matter what, no matter what you're going through, he will fix it up for you. He'll be right there. He'll be right there whenever you call. Your dearest friend, he will never let you fall. When you're down to your last time, he will set me right.
what you are going through. This is the word of the Lord to his church. Talk to Jesus for yourself. Go down on your knees and talk to him. He knows what you are going through. Be strong and be courageous. Do not be dismayed. For the very God who has brought you this far, he will bring you to a successful end. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What a God that we serve. Are you excited? Turn to a brother or sister. Tell them that God knows what you are going through. Tell them God knows what you are going through. Tell them your problems is very little. Your, your problems are little. They are little before God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. When it comes to God... I just want to encourage us. If you are sitting, if you are sitting beyond the third row, you are out of coverage area. If you are sitting beyond the third row, you are out of coverage area. Uh -huh. So at least get in the third row. Let's do the first two rows so that we'll be compact. Uh -huh. It's okay. It's okay. Just stay where you are. And all the champions league people upstairs. Just leave one person there. The rest of you come and have a seat. What a blessing. Are you excited to be here? I'm very blessed to be here tonight because I know God scratched my back. Do you believe that God got your back? No matter what you're going through, God will fix it up for you. Where's Pastor Hans? You should come here and sit down. Do you have your books? Amen. Oh, do you have your books? How many of us did not bring our books? Lift your victory secret. Hey, what a shock. Lift your victory secret. Amen. If you don't have one and you want one, it's $10. You can have one. What a blessing it is. Hallelujah. What joy. Amen. We thank God so much for what he's done. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our vision of seven churches is still on. Amen. The believing God will have seven churches in Kentucky. Hallelujah. Seven churches. Somebody say seven. Seven. Uh, seven. Seven churches. It's possible. Hallelujah. This year we are starting with three. Amen. One, I'll tell you later. Amen. Sunday, a lot of you lifted up your hands. You helped build the church. We're going to start. We are going on the south side. South side will be our first place. Amen. We planted church on the south side. Hallelujah. Because many people are there. We'll look to the east side. We'll look everywhere we can look. Remember, remember, remember that the Lord has already given us Jericho. Joshua chapter 6. The Lord has already given us Jericho. And inside Jericho, he has given us the king. Amen. An important person has been released for us. And then also men of valor. That means that laborers, workers in the vineyard, 
people who are willing to work. And I believe that you will be blessed. Amen. Go to chapter 23. Victory secrets number 23. Victory secrets number 23. As Christians, we are spiritual people. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of us here are canal? Is there any canal person here? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes our carnality comes. Amen. But we fight to stay spiritual. Amen. Hallelujah. It is important that we are spiritual. In Revelation chapter 1, from verse 10 to 11. You know, this victory secret, our prophet has been walking us through the book of Revelations. How many of us here have read Revelations by themselves and have understood it? When you read, you don't know the inside out. But you see, this victory secret book, as you read them and it takes you through the chapters, you begin to understand what is going on. So in, in um, Revelations chapter number 1 from 10, switch it, Revelations 1, 10, amen, hallelujah, 1 and verse 10. And it says that, and I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Somebody say, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. So it is possible to be in the spirit and also to be in the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. And every time that, you see, God is a spirit. And Bible says that they that worship him must worship him what? In truth and in what? In spirit. That is why when we come to the presence of the Lord, you have to leave behind your fleshliness. Hallelujah. And the, uh, the one of the ways you can do that, that, as soon as you enter the presence of the Lord, let it come on your mind that you have acquired the righteousness of God. No matter what you were going to, because our righteousness is not of us. Our righteousness is of God. For God has adopted us. He has adopted us to be sons. So when you look at our, our nature, legitimately, we, 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 we don't qualify to be sons. But because of the blood of Jesus Christ, he has adopted us to be sons and also to be heirs of the kingdom. So I'm very righteous. I don't know about you, but my righteousness is not of me. If my righteousness is dependent on what I do, then I, I'm sure that I will not make it. But by the grace of God, hallelujah, look at the next righteous person sitting by you. It doesn't mean that you cannot get in the flesh. Sometimes you get in the flesh, but it's okay to come back to the spirit. Hallelujah. So this is a revelation that John had. He said that I was in the spirit on the last day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. It means that when you are in the spirit, you would hear the voice of God. Do you know that sometimes when you are in the flesh, you hear the voice of your flesh? Sometimes you eat some food and when you go and sleep, you dream that they have prepared a table before you and there is tilapia and a crab on top of their food. It's your, the voice of your flesh. You were thinking about that food before you went to sleep. When we were fasting, some people had some dreams like that quite often. When they say you will not chew meat, you'll be sleeping and you see your food and you see a whole goat is rising up from the, from the, from the food. What a shock. Hallelujah. So when John was in the spirit on the Lord's day, he heard a voice. Pastor Hans, the more we get in the spirit, the more God can talk to us. Because God is a spirit. Can I have an amen? And then the next verse, what does it say? It says, like the voice of a trumpet. Next verse. Saying, 
I am what? The Alpha and the Omega. Somebody will say that maybe the guy, he was, his, his flesh was talking to him. But we only know that it's God who said that I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He said that voice was saying that I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. He said, hey, 12, help us. Candy man is here, he give you candy after church. He said that the first and last, and... All right, the computer is shutting off. Charlie, right now, the Revelations 1, 11. Are we safe? Are we safe? Let's read. Let's read from here. It's the same thing. Let's, let me read from here so I, we are consistent. It said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna and unto Pergamos and unto Theatra and unto Sardis and unto Philadelphia and unto Laodicea. Hallelujah. Amen. We remember that we read that God is standing in the midst, in the midst of the seven churches. So John had a revelation of the Lord. And then when he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, the Lord actually spoke to him. He heard the voice of the Lord. Then he said that whatever you see. So the book of Revelation is a lot of the mysteries that God has revealed. Hallelujah. It's mysteries that God has revealed. Everything that John, the beloved, wrote is things, a revelation of God. He said, I'm going to show you the things that are to come. In the early part of the verse 1, he says, I'm going to show you the things that are, that are to come. So as we read this, we must know that these are the words of Christ. Hallelujah. These are the words of God unto his churches. Are we one of the churches of God? God stands in the midst of his church. The presence of God is with us. He is always here with us. But he said that when I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, then I heard the voice. So it is important that you and I, we stay in the spirit. Hallelujah. It is important that we do what? We stay in the spirit. Let's read Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 and 2. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 and 2. He said that after this I looked and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. So the voice of God sounds like a trumpet. Can I have an amen? Because twice John was saying that the voice of the one that spoke to me sounded like a trumpet. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Which said, come up thither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was sat in heaven, and on, and one sat on the throne. Hallelujah. So he was saying that immediately he heard that voice that said that come up thither. Immediately he entered into the presence of the Lord. That's why when we walk in the spirit and then there is, we are in the presence of God and the presence of God is here. You sh we are able to ascend. Hallelujah. 
Believe that one of these days, as we are worshiping the Lord, as we are in the service, you will hear the voice of God and you would ascend. How many of us would like that experience? To ascend, we must be spiritual in such a way that God can trust us with his mysteries. Because God can only trust spiritual people with his mysteries. Are you still here or you have gone home? So Bishop continues to say, say that John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I have always wondered what to do to be in the spirit. Why would I want to be in the spirit like John? When John was in the spirit, he saw things that no eyes have ever seen. When you are spiritual, God reveals things to you. When you get in the spirit, that's why there is one lady, is it Kat Kerr? I mean, she goes to heaven like, um, it's a, a, what? It's like a Trotsky or some. She goes to heaven. Today, she's, she's gone and then she's come back. May that be our story. May you be in the spirit that God can just take you and show you things. Hallelujah. People who have had near-death experience, they are told that the angel of the Lord will lead them through heaven. May that be your story. Oh, I believe it. That day will come. Hallelujah. That we will, will be filled with the spirit so much so that when we enter into the presence or when you enter into your prayer closet, God would have sent angel, an angel to bring you into his presence. There are many men of God who have had such experiences. Yeah, the, um, what's that guy's name? Sadhu something. He also goes into the presence of the Lord just like that. Hey, but his story is quite remarkable. The Lord told him that he should wait on him and then he would appear to him. He came, was it 40 days? Like six months, every day, from what time? What time is it? 12 to morning, he will come and kneel before the Lord for six months. Every time. The same time you come and kneel before the Lord, the Lord does not show up. After six months, the Lord showed up. How many of us would do this? Six months? Yeah, the Lord, we need a, a drive through. As soon as I come, you must show up. If you don't show up, you ain't God. Hey, he's still God. Can I have an amen? So he said that when John was in the spirit, he saw things that no eyes have has ever seen. Who would not want to be in the spirit and have a mighty revelation like John did? Hallelujah. I want to be in the spirit. I pray that you also want to be in the spirit. John was in the spirit and he saw things that no eyes have ever seen. It was, it, it was simple being in the spirit on the Lord's day that resulted in what? He, his seeing and hearing of all these wonderful things. Today, if you want to also see such marvelous things, you must somehow be in the spirit. Being in the spirit is a divinely granted experience. No one can force himself to being in the spirit. However, you can decide to be spiritual, which is the next best thing to being in the spirit. Spirituality. A spiritual person can easily enter into his presence. Can I have an amen? Do you see that the devil is very bad? Oh? Anytime you try to come to the presence of God to do anything, what are the things that he brings to your mind? He brings your sins straight to your mind. 
even when you were worshiping, he was reminding you of some things that you have done or things that you, you didn't want to do, but you did. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that we should resist him and he will flee. A lot of times when I come before the Lord to come and pray, that's when he begins to show me my bills and deadlines that I should meet that I have not met. You rebuke him, he will leave you. If not, take a pen and paper. This is what I do. I always ask, I go, I take a pen and paper. He's reminding me to be more organized. So when he reminds me, this bill, you're supposed to write it down. By the time I'll finish the prayer, everything he has reminded me, I do it. Then I, me, I look better. He stopped doing that. He stopped doing that. Because his goal is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. To make your life miserable. So if he's going to do something and, and you are wise enough to begin to use that to improve your life, he will stop coming. When we resist him, he will flee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our prophet is saying that the next best thing or the next closest thing to get in the spirit is to be spiritual. To be spiritually minded. Bible says is life. But to be carnal minded is death. The church of God must be spiritual. I must be spiritual. You must be spiritual. We should walk in the spirit. You see, the, the things of the world should not easily be accepted in the church. That's why our prophet was making that illustration the last time. That it is okay for a boat to be on the water. Or a ship to be on the water. But for water to get into the ship is a no-no. It's okay for us, as we are in the world, influence the world. Because we are the salt of this world. But if the world now comes into the church, that now fornication is in the church, that now lesbianism, homosexuality is in the church, that now we don't fear God, it's actually in the church, then that is not okay. Can I have an amen? Tell somebody it's not okay. Tell somebody I hope you are spiritual. He said, most of us are in the flesh. Most of us are hardly ever spiritual. Amen. You must learn to become and to stay spiritual. As you retain spirituality, you can experience the actual, uh, uh, you, you can expect to actually what? Enter the spirit. Hallelujah. To become spiritual and to stay spiritual, you must simply avoid carnality. One of the things that they ask the question that who is a spiritual person? A spiritual person is somebody who is not carnal. That's it. A spiritual person is what? Someone what? Who is not carnal. Somebody who is not walking in the flesh. Amen. Which means that a carnal person is somebody who is not walking in the spirit. But may God help us. Somebody say, yeah, Pastor, it's not easy. You know, the things that even the Bible says that the things I want to do, I cannot do them. But the things I don't want to do, that is what I do. But the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Flesh, yeah. Flesh, yeah. Flesh. Flesh, flesh. The flesh is weak. But as you exercise your spirit, man, you know, every time I say that, uh, what is that game that kids use to balance? Esau, right? Okay. So you see how the thing is. The one that is heavier is the one that displaces the other. Right? So if it's like this, and this side goes like this, it goes like that. If you are operating in the flesh, you overcome. 
you get up in the morning, you make an effort. You don't want to read your Bible, but you know that read your Bible, pray every day. You try to read your Bible and you pray every day. You, as you go through the motions, as you, it takes two weeks to form a habit. You know that two weeks of consistently doing stuff for you to have a habit. Can I have an amen? So once you begin to get in that habit, every day you do your quiet time, you pray in the morning, every day for two consistent weeks, that something will remain. Can I have an amen? Something definitely will remain. So if we continue in the spirit, then our spirit man becomes strong. Our cryptos man or our inward man is strengthened. You know, when somebody is strengthened with it, somebody is praying, they are fasting, they are reading the word of God, they are strong inside. It's like they will be in turbulence, but it will not affect them. Because as for the storms, they will come. It is promised. Anyone who told you that become a Christian and when you become a Christian, everything is going to be alright, they lied to you. It is when you become a Christian that you face serious trials. If your life has never been in danger, I question your spirituality. If you have never been tested to a certain extent, that something, you know, I mean, something has happened that you realize that as for this one, the devil wanted to kill me. Is there anybody here who has had experience like that? You know that as for this one, the devil's intention was to kill me. It means your life is a threat to him and his kingdom. Hallelujah. Are you still here? I'm saying that when we walk in the spirit, the devil will tempt us. When you are very spiritual, he will by all means come and to try to take you away. Are you still here? To become spiritual and to stay spiritual, you must simply avoid carnality. Carnality is well defined in the Bible. Carnality is fleshly manifestation of the human being. Whatever your flesh likes, Whatever your desires are, the desires that you have, you know, sometimes it could be what? The, the, the lust of the flesh. Hallelujah. Everything that you, you, you see, every opposite sex you see is attractive. Everything is attractive to you. It's a problem. You need to begin to walk in the spirit and then you'll be able to overcome the desires of your flesh. Sometimes it could be the love of money. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's the pride of life. Just so that you become important in this life. Then when they see you say, hey, Rev, hey, Rev, hey, Rev. The pride of life. Hallelujah. So that when they see you, they call you that you are a manager. When they say manager or oga, then you stand there. It's like there's power. HR, HR. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still here? So he said that. We should avoid being in the flesh. Things that are non-spiritual. He said the flesh and the spirit are contrary to each other. They are constantly fighting. That is why anytime you try to become a little spiritual, then Satan will come and tempt you. Anytime you try to become spiritual, the day you decided to fast, that is the day that at your job place, they said they are taking every employee to lunch at your favorite restaurant. A place where you were praying that they would take you. They never took you until the day you were born that you are supposed to fast. Now every day of the week that you are born, you fast and you pray. 
So tomorrow is Thursday. You get to work and then they say, no, to, today, you know, we are, we are taking everybody. Free breakfast, free lunch, everything. Then you go and stand in there. You go to the corner and then you look in the mirror and say, Lord, thou knoweth. Thou knoweth. Galatians 5.17. Are you still here? We'll be ending shortly. Hallelujah. What the Bible is saying that we must be spiritual. Hallelujah. We must be spiritual. We're going to see how we can stay spiritual quickly. Galatians 5.17. For the last of uh, for the flesh lasted against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. Like I said, the two are constantly fighting each other. Amen. It is okay for some time for you to be tempted. James says that we should count it all joy when we fall into diverse types of temptation. Hallelujah. Temptations must come. But it is also the test of our faith. Hallelujah. It is always the test of our faith. But we also know that the Bible tells us that there is no temptation that is more than us. Every temptation that comes, there are temptations that are common to men. Hallelujah. So sometimes whatever is coming your way, God knows you can handle it. That is why it's coming your way. Amen. So master the courage and then go through it. Hallelujah. Are you still here? He said that you are fighting against each other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. You are not able to do the things that you want because your flesh is constantly fighting your spirit. Since you started, you are, going, you are, you are becoming faithful to church. That is when your job schedule has changed. Now, you are the one that they want to start to, to come to church on Sunday. It is Satan who is working his way around. I mean, he, he does not leave us. He only leaves us for a season. Hallelujah. But thank God that we are not ignorant of the devices of Satan. That no matter what way he comes, we are able to fight against it. But we must stay spiritual. Hallelujah. We must stay spiritual. We must stay spiritual. Make a cautious effort to get into the spirit. To stay in the spirit. We must stay in the spirit. Constantly listen to gospel music. Create an atmosphere around you. Amen. You should not play any unbeliever music around you. No unbeliever. Nobody sitting here must have unbeliever music. You must not. You should not. You should not have it at all. Yeah, you should not. Say, Pastor, when I get bored, I just like to listen to Roots, Roots, Roots Reggae. We also have gospel reggae. Me, myself, I'll be coming out with a, a gospel reggae album. Uh -huh. So when you are down, you can listen to that one. LP Ida also has reggae. More, so, more solid reggae. You have artists like Kirk Franklin and all those people who sing reggae. Lester Lewis. Lester Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, the reggae songs. If you like cool numbers, you have gospel singers who sing cool numbers. Whatever you want, we also have it. There's rap. Yeah. Yeah, there's rap. There's rap music. Yeah, there's a lot of gospel rap. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. He said the Apostle Paul was able to identify unspiritual people very easily. As soon as he noticed envy, strife, confusion, and division, he knew that he was what? Dealing with an unspiritual 
bondage. The works of the flesh. Hallelujah. These things, we must get rid of them out of the church. You should not be somebody who easily gets envious of something that another person has. We must be content with what we have. Be content with your wife. Don't be looking at somebody else's wife. Be content with the type of food they cook for you. Don't say that, hey, last time I went to this house, they cooked some food and there, there was something be inside. No, no. Eat your own food. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? When there is confusion, there should not be confusion in the church. Anytime confusion, anytime confusion comes to your home, know that the Satan just entered the place. Anytime something's for you and your husband, I mean, the thing is not anything to fight about. Realize that you just opened the door and the sat Satan entered the place with his angel. You need to tell them they're out of this place. You need to cast them out. Hallelujah. If you easily just lose it, you need to cast Satan out. Can I have an amen? amen? There should not be division. There should not even be said amongst us. The love of God must prevail. We must love one another. We must really like one another to the extent that people from outside would wonder what these people are all about. When I was back in high school, is it high school, secondary school? No, no, when I was back in college, in our choir, oh, we'll finish choir rehearsal. And then sometimes we can be there till 4 a.m. Meanwhile, we'll have class about 8 a.m. One person raises a song, then we, we sing it, just being in the presence of the Lord. Liking each other. Yes, you know, just you, 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 you get to have a certain kind of bond. And it helps you to be spiritual because the Bible says that iron sharpened iron. So a man will sharpen the countenance of the other. Yeah. You should not have any unbeliever friends. And when, I, when we go to the club, they drink, sit down and I watch them. You are in the, what is a Christian doing in the club? You drive them. You are there. Amen. That is why even when you are around people who smoke, it is the secondhand smoke that is most dangerous. The people who are smoking that thing. So, so being around them is more danger to you than actually doing it. Are you still here? Hallelujah. We must fight against such things. Enviness, strife. Division. Hallelujah. All the works of the flesh we must fight against. Hallelujah. We must not last against these things, but we must walk in the spirit. We must have a mind that thinks solely on spiritual things. Hallelujah. Create that atmosphere. Sometimes even the news, it just brings fear. Sometimes the news just brings fear. You are listening to a word of the soul. Three people have lost their life on that freeway. That's exactly where you pass. And as you are going, you are afraid. But God also has not given us the spirit of fear. But of power, of love, and a sound mind. God always comes and says, 
Fear not. And then Satan says, fear. Be afraid. This thing you should be afraid. You shall be, hey, everybody who has done this, or everybody who has had this type of sickness, within two weeks they die. Oh, you, you will live 50, 60 more years in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because sometimes certain things come to just keep us humble. As long as you put your trust up, certain things just come to keep you humble. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? You have gone home. If you are here, say I'm here. Don't sleep. First Corinthians chapter 3 and the verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. He was talking about, Paul was talking about things that he has seen, envy, strife, you know, backbiting. They are fighting each other. They said, I could not come to you and talk to you as spiritual people. You know, sometimes the reason why somebody easily gets offended by the preaching of the pastor is that they are babes. Yeah. When you easily get offended by the preaching of the word, you must examine your life. You, probably you are not spiritual. If the word of God is able to offend you that much, then probably you are not spiritual. But even if you are spiritual, the word of God is to reprove us, to correct us, to chastise us. The word of God is supposed to change us. If you go to church and the word comes and every time the word is in your favor, it is a sign that you are in the wrong place. You go to church and then the whole word is, is nice. So every part of the word. If you go to that church for two months and throughout the two months, the word is in your favor, it is a sign that you are in the wrong place. Watch out! A place where you work where nobody ever gets or nobody has to say something to you or to correct you. It's like you, the everybody. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Ribaba, good job. Mr. Ribaba, good job. Mr. Ribaba, good job. A day must come where somebody rises up and says that this thing that you did, you need to improve. Because it will not be long. There will arise somebody who does not know Aribaba. And then as soon as you bring that report, he said, this report is not acceptable. You are out of here. Somebody has to push you to improve. It always has to be like that. Are you still here? You have gone home. Hallelujah. We should be able to embrace the word of God with, you know, with happiness and with joy. The word of God, when somebody corrects you, you must accept it. You must receive it in good faith. In good faith. That's why we, we, you know, we, we correct our children. You must accept it in good faith. Hallelujah. You must accept it in good faith. As long as it's the word of God. And remember that God can even use a child. I remember... When we were, we got married, we were young. When Christine came, Christine was about three or four years. And one time, a beast arose in the house. Hey, I was raising my voice. Christine, three years, she said, Daddy, you are raising your voice. Oh, Charlie. She made me feel so bad. Immediately, I reduced my volume down. I said, Daddy, you are raising your voice like mommy. Three years old, though. This one, it has to be God who is saying something to me. 
So sometimes watch out when, when a child is able to open their mouth and say something to you. Then you stand and you watch. You say, that, ah, how did this idea even came to this child? It's God who has put it there. Helping you to stay spiritual. Don't say, hey, keep your mouth shut. And then hit the child. No. God probably is speaking to you. And at that particular instance, if God does not use that child, you may end up doing something that you will regret forever. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Embrace it when you are corrected. Hallelujah. That's why he said that I could not talk to the church. Oh. He came to the church and said, I could, when I saw you, I could not speak to you about spiritual things. I could not talk to you about fasting, prayer. I could not talk to you about paying your tithe. I could not talk to you about anything that is spiritual. Because I saw that you are all babes. You cannot handle. Hallelujah. Hebrews, I think Hebrews 5 chapter 12. Says when for the time we ought to be teachers. We have need that one will teach us again. Put it up for us. Yeah. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracle of God, oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So when you go to a church, there are people who only like milk. But milk, babies are the babies. Uh, but boy, do you still drink milk? He said no. He's shaking his head. Four years, he said no. He chews chicken and bones. Look at that. He said they have need of milk and not of what? Strong meat. Right? Go to the next verse. Look at it. Verse 13. Look at this carefully. We are ending. You see that? For everyone that you said milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. If you only need milk, you are a baby. There's strong meat. There's strong message. The message must, the message must shake you. You should not go to the house feeling okay. Shouldn't feel too cool about the message. Every day, sometimes I'm preaching the message and I, I'm, I'm feeling it. This message is for me. I won't tell you, but it's for me. Because the spirit of the Lord is speaking to both of us. Sometimes when you are there, he said, give it to us, give it to us, me too, I'm giving to me. I'm giving it to me. I will just, shh, hot. I'll just not tell you, but message is coming for me too. Can I have an amen? amen? Unskillful because you are a babe. Let us mature. The more spiritual we are, the more matured we are, the more we are able to read the word of God, the more we are able to endure hardship. He said that a, strong, a Christian must be able to endure hardship. You must be able to endure. Hallelujah. You must be able to endure. Let's come here. When uh, uh, MOD, when are we going to have the 8 to 4 prayer? Is it coming week or something? When? It's next week, eh? Next month. Let it come quickly. We'll be here praying from 8 to 4 p.m. Non-stop. We have to exercise our spirit. Hallelujah. And by so doing, we will grow. Hallelujah. So to walk in the spirit, it is to walk far away from adultery. Fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, 
envying, murder, drunkenness, and revilings. Hallelujah. So, to walk in the spirit is to walk away from the works of the flesh. Amen. Walk away from them. Idolatry. You know what is idolatry? Huh? Huh? Not idolatry. Idol worship. How many of us here worship idols? You may not admit, but Facebook has become an idol. What's up? Your phone has become an idol. Sometimes you are just driving, you hear thing, that thing, uh, that sound, you, then you drive. All of a sudden, you want to know who. Meanwhile, nobody is thinking about you. How many of us have looked at it and you realize that it's not anything important? Meanwhile, somebody just stepped on their brake in front of you. And then you almost, if it was not because of the grace of God, I'm dialing my own number. Don't worry. So sometimes I just say to myself, if this thing is important enough, the person will call again. Because if you call and you will not leave a, a voice message, you call me, you will not leave a voice message, then it means that you, you are not serious. If you really want me to get back to you, you will leave a message. Then why did you call me? Get to your destination. That's why a lot of insurance companies are now putting that feature as part of their thing. That well, they are making cars where if it's moving, you cannot even adjust your GPS or anything like that. The car must come to a stop. That means that you, you are standing in one place and then you'll be able to adjust things. Because many people are dying. Hallelujah. And when it comes to spirituality too, we can do many things that we think are important. Many things we think are important. It's not every party you must attend. It's not every association you must be part of. It's not every place or every function that you must attend as a Christian. Seriously, it is not. I mean, let them, Christianity, you'll be called an odd person. You'll be called an odd person. Yeah, it's not anything. We all have, another, we have a, 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 our school associations and all those things. People post all sorts of things over there. You just delete yourself. It's not time for every time somebody has something which is not helping you to grow. There is, you, you are not obligated to stay on because when it comes for time for you to go to heaven, it will not be your association that is taking you. It will take your spirituality and your commitment to God. It will call you that you are odd. By the call of God, everybody is called as an individual. You are called as an individual. You are not called with, I was not called with my wife. I was called and by the grace of God, she has also been called. Yeah. Not like me and my wife. When we appear before heaven, one of us will die before the other. You know that. Yeah, one of us will die before the other. God forbid, it's not time, maybe 60 years uh, in the future. Amen. But one of us will die before the other. And when, when you die, it's not like when you get and say, Lord, wait for my husband to come or uh, uh, me, me, I'll say, wait for my wife to come. No, no, no. Once you have appeared, it is, it is an individual affair. To walk in the spirit, you must walk away from the works of the flesh. Hallelujah. To operate in the spirit, say to operate in the spirit, speak in the spirit. 
When you want to operate in the spirit, you speak in the spirit. You speak in tongues. That's why a Christian must receive the gift of tongue speaking. It's a gift. Sometimes you meet someone, you say, yeah, do you also speak in tongues? Of course. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. In the upper room in Acts chapter 2, when the presence of the Lord appeared, the, the Bible says that this, uh, the Spirit of the Lord descended upon him like cloven tongues of fire upon them. And one of the marks of the presence of the Lord is the speaking in tongues. Can I have an amen? It's a free gift. You should desire it. And you can have it. Hallelujah. They began to speak with other tongues. And the spirit, as the spirit would give them utterance. So when I'm praying in the spirit, Bible says that how be it, it is my spirit that prayeth. When I pray in the spirit, it is my spirit that prayeth. Paul said that, you know, you rather preach, uh, he said, he speaks in tongues more than we do, but he would rather pray in his understanding. Yeah. So you build yourself. In Jude, he said that building up ourselves in our most holy faith, speaking in tongues, speaking in the spirit, praying in the spirit, constantly as you are praying, it's your flesh that your flesh does not know what you are doing. It is your spirit that is praying. I tell you, a lot of times when I get up in the morning and I'm preparing and I'm coming, I don't know what to pray for. I just begin to speak in tongues. I just pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. And God knows what He is doing. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Are you still here? First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. Let's read First Corinthians chapter 14 quickly. And then we'll close. Wow. Are you still here? Exercise yourself. Amen. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men. Right? You are not speaking to a but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Hey, the devil is troubling you. You want to gossip about the devil to the Lord. Say, man, the Lord has said that. You are trying to say that this person is a thorn in my flesh. Take him out. Now you know. The Lord will sort you out. But if you open your mouth and say that, Lord, this guy called Alan, he's a thorn in my flesh. He has heard it. He will change his position. He will change his strategy. You see, no, he has become your very good friend. And when he becomes your good friend, then he can get you even more. But when you see Makabo Satan Dele Fafanda, Lord Fapa Isola Bia Candolesa, you see, no, you have just given the Lord some <laughs> information about some enemy. By the time you see no, the enemy has been, they got a new job, they have relocated. Hey! What happened? It was because you were speaking mysteries unto God. Are you still here? How be it? You speak that mysteries unto God. My brother, my sister, it's a free gift. Desire it. If you desire it, you will have it. If you desire it. I went to a meeting, they prayed for me. Over there, I could not get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It was, I was, yeah, I could not get it. I went home. I went back to my dormitory. I was disturbed. I got up at dawn. I was speaking in tongues. I said I will not stop. Share. Mom, don't in the morning because I was afraid if I stop, it will finish. <laughs> Can I have an amen? Operate in the spirit. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. 
when you are down speaking tongues, your spirit man will be built up. Spirit man is strengthened. One of the ways you get strength as a Christian, so you are going to work, you feel so down. As you drive, speaking tongues, 15 minutes, you build up yourself. You strengthen yourself. You equip yourself. You bring yourself to that point in the Lord. Are you still here? Hallelujah. It's a way that we can operate in the spirit. And finally, to exist. So you can walk in the spirit. You can operate in the spirit. And then what? You can what? Exist in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can also exist in the spirit. Being carnally minded is dead. But you can also have life when you are spiritual minded. Think about spiritual things. Think about them. Just think about them. We have to have eternity consciousness. We must think about spiritual things. We must think about the fact that this place is not our home. We are just passing through. Are you still here? Is it all you need to do is to walk in what? All you need to do is to walk in adultery, fornication, uncleanness, all the things that we listed. And then you, you, all you need to do is not to. I believe that it should be not to. And then you'll be able to exist. To exit. Yeah, to, to exit the spirit is for you to do all those things. Hallelujah. For all you need to do if you want to exit the spirit is go back. It's talking about same thing as walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. So as we are carnally minded, we actually flow in these things. Hallelujah. We flow in these things. Everything is nice. You know, it, it feels nice to think that, you know, becoming a millionaire overnight is a good idea. Hallelujah. But the Bible tells us that, Charlie, this world, we didn't bring anything into this world. And we are not taking anything out of this place. Hallelujah. And so, it is something, I think in Psalm 39, pull it up, let's see, Psalm 39. When the psalmist was saying that he decided not to say anything. So, he decided to close his mouth. But eventually, it was like, you know, go down, down. Okay, go, go to the next verse. I want go down to maybe about 6 and 7 and see. Um, what's, what are 7 to? It ends at 7, right? Okay, go up to maybe 4. Let's start from 4. We are ending. Is a Lord, make me to know my end and the measure of my days. What it is that I may know how frail I am. Remember, like said, Lord, help me to know. Remember last we saw in James chapter 4 verse 13, he said that our life is just like a vapor which rises a minute and it disappears the next minute. Next verse, give us the next verse quickly. Then he says what? Behold, thou hast made my days as what? A hand breadth. You know, in other verses, it says like the length of my palm. Like it said, you have made my days like the length of my palm. So our days are like the length of, of the palm. And my years is nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is what? Altogether vanity. Verse, uh, uh, verse 6. 
Surely every man worketh uh, every man worketh in what a vain show. Surely they are what disquieted in vain. He heaps up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. He said the man is working for the money and you don't know who is coming to chop the money. If you have money, chop it. <laughs> if you have money, chop it. Make sure you are taking care of yourself and you are taking care of the things that are important. Don't say that you are heaping. In five years, I want to be like this. I want to be like this. It is good to have that mind. But the Bible is telling us our life is also vanity. Work for the Lord. Give towards the work of God. Because that's what is going to assure that you have more than enough. Because there's one that hoarded, but yet has nothing. And there's one also that let go or give it. And then yet, that person would what? Accumulate a whole lot. He said, you don't know who is coming to chop your money for you. Hey! You don't know who is going to chop the money for you. Are you still here? You have gone home. You have been encouraged to walk in the spirit. Be spiritual. Brother Rotimi, be spiritual. Be spiritually minded. When we are spiritually minded, it is life. And Romans chapter 8 talks about that. When we are spiritually minded, we stay with the Lord. We can also enter in the spirit. Amen. We can also enter in the spirit. It's my desire that we will all, one day we'll come to church and all of us will enter. When everybody come out from the spirit, they say, the Lord was saying this, the Lord was saying this, the Lord was saying this, the Lord was saying this. It will be a glorious day. But God expects his church to have such experiences. Yeah, it shall come to pass. As many as desire it, he will have it. In the name of Jesus, shall we rise to our feet? Wow. I want to be spiritual. Is there a song about I want to be spiritual? Is there any song about, who knows a song about I want to be spiritual? It's a song. I want to be a vessel you work through. Dr. Aidan, do you know any song that says, I want to be spiritual? I want to be holy. I want to be holy, holy like you. Okay. All right, lift up your hands and lift up your voice. Begin to thank the Lord for your life. Father, we declare that we want to walk in the spirit. Help us to be spiritual, Lord. Tell the Lord to fill you and make you spiritual. Help us to be spiritual. May we be spiritual, Lord. May we be spiritual, Lord. May we exit, O oh God, all the difficulties of this life. And may we exit, Lord, all the things that makes us carnal. Give us a clear mind. Give us a pure heart. Oh, yes. My God. Refine this fire, my heart's one desire is to be holy, holy, oh, 
Lord, make us spiritual, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit enable us to be spiritual. Father, oh God, may we walk away from the west of the flesh, the diseases, oh God, of this fleshy life. Save us from such things, Lord. Let it come to pass, oh God, that you refine us, purify us as gold, purify our heart, purify our mind, purify our minds, the words that come out of our mind. May they be holy. We thank you and we bless you. We pray for your church. Raise up a spiritual church. A spiritual church that can stand, O oh God, and to wait, O oh God, and to experience the tangible presence of your spirit. As we walk out of this place, let the Holy Spirit continue to be with us. May we never be the same. In the mighty name of Jesus, every eye is closed. I want to, I just feel, I'm going to do this once. If you are here and you are not sure of your stand with the Lord, if you die right now, you don't know where you are going, you want to say the pastor, pray with me. I want to rededicate my life or I want to reaffirm my, my salvation. If you are such a one, raise your right hand above your head. You want to say, that I want to recommit my life to your hands. If you are such a one, lift your right hand above your head. That right hand above your head. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. All of us, let's pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for tonight. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I believe that you died to set me free. Tonight I give you my life. I give you my all. Come and be my Savior. 
Lead me through a life of spirituality. Deliver me, O God, from the traps of carnality. And may I be holy. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take out a good offering. Let's give our offering. Remember that the Valentine's dinner is coming on this Saturday. Amen. Time is at 6 p.m. Food will be served at 7. Amen. So if you come after 7, it will be finished. All right. So I think the very first hour is going to be a photo booth and a cocktail hour. So a photo booth and a cocktail hour. So come. The best dressed couple will get an award. So just remember that just remember it is not okay for the water to be in the boat. Not okay for the water. So don't dress to kill. Just it's a formal yeah, it's a formal wear. Amen. And it will not be the same. It's going to be a powerful time. Amen. There will be questions and answers. People will write questions anonymously and the Lord will answer it for us. So if you have not written down your name or anything, please do that. Amen. Amen. Father, bless our seed as we give them tonight in Jesus' name. Bring your offering. Refine as fire my heart my heart's one desire is to be is to be holy holy set apart set apart for you I choose to be I choose to be holy Father, we thank you and we bless you for tonight. Father, we pray committing the rest of our week into your hands. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.